0: That's stamps.com. Code program.
1: The biggest breaking news stories, an outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio.
2: Good morning to you. I've got to be honest with you, big smile on my face all day today, I think this is absolutely fantastic news, also opens up the possibility actually for going to New Zealand because, my God, I was never going to give money uh, that would ever get reach into the pockets of that woman, Jacinda Ardern, one of the, like Justin Trudeau and others, and Emmanuel Macron to a certain extent, these sort of darlings supposedly of the liberal left who are actually authoritarian, totalitarian, um, really, really, I genuinely believe, really quite bad people who are fated as heroes and heroines, but actually they really, really are not. This is a woman who, by the way, kept up her zero Covid insanity all the way until October 2021. We had the vaccine in December 2020, for goodness sake. Fantastic news. Uh, we'll be talking about Jacinda Ardern with a, a journalist uh, in New Zealand uh, coming up, who's I think as thrilled as I am. Uh, lots more to talk about, uh, including, of course, levelling up. We're going to talk to the levelling up what secretary or whatever his title is this week. Lots of different titles. Um, with Michael Gove, he's announcing about £2 billion in funding across the UK for various projects. But a huge amount of that money is going to the south-east, which is strange because the south-east is the richest part of the country. So why is that money not going to the Red wall have the toys given up on that? All that, plenty more besides, including cake uh, and uh, and drinks uh, after uh, various uh, do-gooders are telling us what we can and can't and should and shouldn't do. But uh, joining me for all the chat this morning is Chief Reporter at Politics Home, Alan Tolhurst. Good morning to you. Good morning, Julia. Um, I'm sure, given that you are a, a studiously neutral journalist yes. and of the typical, with all due respect, Westminster view that lockdowns were the right thing to do because that seems to be where Westminster were on all of that. Um, Your reaction to Jacinda Ardern stepping down?
1: Yeah, I I think... not surprised really i suppose i think uh, naturally when you uh take over in a time as 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 she did and, and, mm-hmm. and go through the the pandemic that you kind of once you're out the other side of it probably want an- another challenge she's still quite young and i suppose for her you know nothing's ever going to quite be as intense as being prime minister during that period and mm-hmm. so um, it's not a surprise i suppose that she's looking to to, to go and do yeah. other endeavors elsewhere
2: i mean that's the thing people are talking about her job at the un um there'll, there'll be something there'll be something big for her she'll be on a She'll do her memoirs to get millions for those. <laughs> no, but, you know, she, well, she I mean, was there's an not interesting that much character. An audience, She's suppose, got, maybe. you know, but she, she was the second youngest female prime yeah. minister. She then, uh, or no, the youngest female prime minister. And then she was second over only prime minister in office to sort of have a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen I, I I didn't like her even then because she she seemed to think it was a wonderful thing that she came back to work. I think just six weeks after having her baby, not not popped into the office, but came back to work. And all these people, and particularly young women, I found would say, "Oh, is not she wonderful?" Yeah, not so great for the baby. I, I'm I'm sorry, it is different for men and women. Yeah. It is. You're you're a new dad relatively. I, yeah, I, I'm really sorry, but I mean, it's not like a woman. Hello, you met me right? It's not woman's places in the home. You know. But but a mother's place is with her baby in the early weeks and months. I'm sorry. Otherwise, don't have a baby. Mm. That's what babies need. They thrive on that. That's that. And I'm sorry. I don't think dads a replacement for mums in those circumstances. And I'm I'm going to stand by that for my whole life. Um, but but then you know, and then and then her, her after that awful massacre uh, at a mosque. Um, the simpering and the wearing of the headscarf, I, I just thought was too much personally. So I was not endeared to this woman in the first place. But um, the fact that she has been venerated... And she's talked, even in her, and we'll play a clip in a moment, but even, even in her leaving speech, her resignation speech, she's, she's talked about, you know, how she you know governed with empathy. I mean, she literally, like Australia, but she went on for far longer than mm. the Australian Prime Minister at the time at this and he actually, you know, tried to undo some of the harms, but it was the governors and, and the state leaders that stopped him. Um, but she carried on with this. I mean, we're talking about um, in August 2021, there was one case found in Auckland. The entire country went into lockdown for weeks on end. Um, it was zero COVID until October 2021. There were families, again, you'd find you have to have two weeks quarantine. And as in Australia as well, if you, you know, you had, you, you're flying back because your your mother was dying, yeah. you were not allowed out of that quarantine to go and visit your parent on their deathbed, even though they only had days to live. I'm sorry, Th- this, that's evil. If Donald Trump had done that everyone will be up in arms.
1: Yeah, Lotis was evil, but I do I do agree with you. I think that they can Stopping look at Stopping
2: someone seeing their dying parent isn't evil.
1: Yeah, I well, it, it I think there's definitely going to have to be a, a reckoning. I think of, of not just New Zealand, but other countries like you say, Australia and other countries that that tried to pursue essentially sort of zero COVID policies mm. in the face of, of overwhelming evidence. As it went through, that, that just wasn't going to work. Essentially, as we've seen in other countries, it didn't work, and essentially the harms that that created were worse than the well, countries that the stayed a bit more deaths, open. I mean,
2: that's the thing. A lot yeah. of these countries actually the excess from the other harms. And again, I could understand the, the logic of. Um, we're far away we should have locked we already had Covid here anyway the the logic of we're miles away from everyone we can just put everyone in quarantine right now we can kill off the virus now we we seal up our borders even between each other that's it Mm -hmm. it can't get in well of course it did get in. Yeah. Um, of course, it did. It was, and it was already there anyway. Um, but I can see that. Okay, fine. It, there is a logic to it. If you seal the borders, and then everyone lives freely. So while we were all, you know, locked in our homes and dealing with everything, um, they didn't have to deal with that. You wait for the vaccine. Again, vaccine came a lot quicker than most people, including most experts, thought it would come. Um, I mean, thankfully. But um, once the vaccine came. Um, then, then you saw um, they kept they kept those rules, and they didn't get many people vaccinated. And then so they went to vaccine mandates again, which I completely disapprove of. Mm. Uh, I think are morally wrong. Um, so it, it didn't work then either.
1: No, it did feel as though people became a little bit. Uh maybe addicted is the wrong word but certainly fond of of implementing these 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 laws and these rules yeah. and as we saw not just in new zealand but in other countries in the uk as well and other, other countries and actually when it turns out that they weren't having the effect that they wanted them to and actually they had a diminishing and diminishing effect as they went forward and yeah. therefore people went further and further draconian to lesser and less effect and as you say yeah. that the, the disease was still able to to spread and i think it was in which is by there,
2: world health organization or advice it always been don't close borders don't have lockdowns because you will never stop the disease that, I mean, there was a reason why we had all that planning, which was completely thrown out the window. Um, I'm, I mean, we're gonna, i say—we're gonna talk to a journalist very soon about that over in New Zealand. But I mean, genuinely, I'm breaking out champagne as soon as I finish off. I genuinely—it's a bit early for that, isn't it? I'm never too early. Well, apparently, according to Canada, apparently not. Don't you know? We're told here not don't, don't eat cake in the mm. office, uh, and in Canada, you you actually spotted the story this yeah. morning. Um, We only advise to have two drinks a week. That's not getting me till Tuesday. I mean... It's not
1: getting to end of this show at this rate. At this rate, no.
2: not not, Seriously, someone's got to go out and get some fizz. I'll give you a card. We've got to celebrate.
1: Yeah, it's pretty... I mean, as someone who, uh, you know, has... Had their fair share of office cake over the years. I was a bit surprised <laughs> to, to read that. Yeah, and 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 the, you know, I think um, the stuff about sort of moderate harms—if uh, you only have a few drinks a week—I just don't think that the the research or, or the data is there to it's simply to not that backing forward, that up. No, no
2: indeed. Um, of course, one of the reasons why we've got pressure on the NHS is you know a lot of us are getting fat. I have to say, every office I've ever worked in has got a feeder. <laughs> I mean, genuinely. So when I've been on a health kick and other colleagues of mine I and mean, someone who comes in every day with loads of cakes, I, I genuinely rule it, Can you not do that? <laughs> because you're not. Because it's, I, I'm quite happy to not buy cake and then not eat it because it's not in the house. Sure. All of but if it's there in front of me, yeah, I've got it's... no willpower at all. No, no. So could you not feed me up as well? But there we are. Um, Let's let's talk before we go to bed. Let's talk about strikes, small yes. things happening to us in Indeed. this country. Nurses on the second day of their 48-hour walkout. Yeah. Um, raised, of course, by um, Kirsty Starmer at PMQs, talking about ambulance response mm-hmm. times as well. The ambulances are going to ambulance workers going out on strike. Six more strike dates announced February and March by the GMB. Um, There is also, we talked yesterday about this 1st of February date when we've got, I think it was teachers, civil servants and nurses all out on strike. But um, on the 6th of February, um, we've got nurses and ambulance workers both out on strike on the same day. And we've got a warning from uh, NHS leaders that we are looking at basically, you know, uh, the, the NHS, the hospital's. Grinding to a halt on that day. And that is is not a day to have a heart attack, people.
1: Uh, No. Now, obviously, the fact is that both... both those sectors, both nurses and ambulance workers, have to provide a, a minimum service level already, regardless of the legislation that's going through now. They do have to provide levels of, of care, as we've seen through previous ones. I think they're ones.
2: good people who want to do that anyway.
1: It, exactly, and certainly for Category One. But but an awful lot of pre-planned operations and procedures are definitely not going to go ahead, and it's going to be quite. It's going to be quite a serious moment, and I think you know we've got a couple of weeks until then. I think this is really going to you know they want to focus the minds of people within government and say look if yeah. you don't get around the table if you don't get things sorted on pay there's going to be some pretty serious things coming down the track in, in, in February
2: yeah absolutely I mean again this just gets worse and worse doesn't it but we've got the good news that Jacinda Ardern's resigning at least we've got something to hold on to this morning folks
1: The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio
2: Thanks for listening to the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from six thirty until ten.
0: A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years.